0: Everyone, welcome back to Radical Hope Radio. I'm Lucy, a member of the Radical Hope team. Radical Hope was founded in 2018 by Pam and Phil Martin after they tragically lost their son Chris to suicide. Radical Hope is committed to improving the lives and futures of young adults by strengthening connections and building resilience. Radical Hope Radio was created with the mission to generate conversation that will help people feel more connected by exchanging stories, ideas, and advice. Today, we are talking to Zach Gottlieb. Zach is a sophomore in high school and has created a platform at Talk with Zach to encourage more open open conversations about mental health. So, Zach, thank you so much for coming on today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Of course. Um, You know, we discovered your platform a few weeks ago. Um, It's still fairly new, but we can talk more about that later. Um, And, you know, we just loved your content. Um, For those of you who don't know Zach, um, you can talk about this more in depth, but he makes a lot of videos um, and posts, you know, encouraging statistics or um, little notes about how to make your mental wellness better or things to remember, important tips and tricks and stuff like that um, on his Instagram and TikTok. Um, So, if you want to talk a little bit about how you got started with your platform and kind of the background to that and what made you want to um, have a platform like this.
1: Yes. So during COVID, I noticed that there's a lot of talk in the news about teens and mental health and how teens should be talking about their feelings more. But I noticed that it was especially hard for teens to talk about this, um, especially with boys. So I created a video about this at the end of Mental Health Awareness Month. I was like, I think like three months ago, four months ago, um, just to see what people thought and people really responded to it. So After that, um, I really wanted to like take action and then create a space where we could feel comfortable talking about those things.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So do you like, where do you get your inspiration for your videos? Where do you find like your resources and stuff like that?
1: So I have this anonymous form in my bio where teens can anonymously submit questions. And then I'll just like look through and find some that I think will resonate with my community and then do those.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And have you found a lot of people who have submit those questions? Well, you know, will they reach out to you and say, I love that video responding to my question or this really helped me? Um, or things like that. Do you do you find that you get a lot of um, responses to those?
1: Definitely, yeah. Um people have reached out saying how much um certain videos have helped them. And obviously, um, like uh, you, you really don't know who, um, submitted the questions because it's anonymous. But, um, yeah, I've gotten people like I thought it was just gonna have like, um, I, I, I really didn't know the impact it was gonna have. But I've had people from like all over the world reaching out, so it's really nice to hear that.
0: That's um, awesome. But yeah,
1: people are definitely um resonating with my content.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and you. So do you find that you are trying to make content mostly for your age group? Are you trying to reach everyone? Like, talk a little bit about your audience and who you think, you know, would benefit most from these conversations.
1: Yeah. So as a teen, you know, I can't really speak for like people older than me or people younger for me right now. So my content is geared towards teens, but um, honestly, like it could, like this applies to everyone, like the stuff I talk about on my platform, because we're all um, dealing with things like race and gender um, and anxiety. So people of all ages can really look at my content. So I think that's really nice, but it's geared toward teens.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so do you have like a lot of experience talking about mental health? Or what's your background? Um, and all of this, because you're obviously really open to having these conversations, um, which a lot of teens aren't. So, um, talk a little bit about your experience and how you kind of have this knowledge. Yes.
1: Yeah, so my mom is a therapist. So my entire life, we've talked about feelings a lot and probably a little too much for my liking, to be honest, but I've gotten a lot of practice being open and sharing what I feel. So starting this I mean I was a little nervous at first because of all the stigma but I have experienced like talking about these issues so yeah
0: Yeah that's awesome. Talking about stigma, I mean, do you find a lot of people say we've come a really long way with stigma around mental health? Um which I think in a lot of ways is true. Um I think it's, you know, being talked about more than it ever has before, but you know, in your own experience and with your age group, do you find that there still is a pretty big stigma around having these conversations and being more open about personal mental health struggles or just mental health in general?
1: Yeah, um, I definitely feel like we've come a long way, Um, especially during COVID. um, I feel like people have finally started to recognize that we have feelings and that we need to share them. But there's so much more that we need to do because there's still so much stigma around it and it's a taboo topic and especially for men and boys because we're supposed to be like more stoic um and not really share our feelings so there's still a lot we have to do and i'm trying to um model as a guy that it's okay to talk about your feelings so yeah i'm i feel like the more people that start to um, talk about, them. that's how change is going to happen because once others are like, yeah, it's normal to talk about my feelings and, you know, we see change. So that's how I'm trying to make a difference.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and do you think like, obviously there is this sort of gender gap, um, we see between young men and young women, um, with, you know, the way they reach out for help. they try to seek out resources, just the conversations we have with our friends. It's all very different. Um, and you know, if you want to elaborate a little bit more about your insight into you know young men and kind of like why this exists, and you know, if, if there's anything, you know, how do we start reaching young men? Right, like what's sort of not the answer because there's obviously not going to be one answer, but you know, how what's the way to kind of like start reaching young men? So it becomes easier for them and more accessible for them to start talking about this.
1: I feel like um, a lot of what young men are worried about is how others are going to view them. Like, I think if no one was going to judge them, they'd really want to talk about their feelings because it's really important. Um, So if there was like a space where they felt safe and comfortable and that they wouldn't be judged for talking about that then they would start to be able to talk about it more and also like as more um men and boys start talking about this then the less stigmatized it'll be so once that happens that'll make it a lot easier and then just like to get people to do it just like create those spaces and that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to um let men and boys talk About their experiences on my page, um, because I think it's so important that we start um, talking about this stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think you bring up that safe space is really important. Um, And I also think, I don't know if you agree with this, but having sort of men who are in more powerful positions or in positions of kind of notoriety or fame, um, having them sort of open up about their own personal struggles with mental health, I think that is also a really great stepping stone to kind of allowing younger men to feel okay talking about this. Um, But do you have anyone, do you have any like role models in this space that you look up to or anyone that you think does a really great job of talking about this and inspiring young men?
1: Yeah, so there's this guy named Justin Baldoni. I don't know if you know who that is, but um, his mission is very similar to mine in the sense that he is really advocating for guys to be able to talk about their feelings and share their feelings. He has a podcast about it. He wrote a book about it. Um, and he's definitely someone that I look up to because um, what we're trying to do is so similar. And he's doing a really good job modeling that um, and showing that it's normal.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's super important um, to have people like him um in this space and kind of modeling that for for younger men. And um, you know, you you've brought up COVID a few times, which I think this has shed a light on sort of a problem that has been existing for a really long time in terms of, you know, the mental health of the youth and things like that. So do you think, you know, as we not that we're moving out of COVID anytime soon, it doesn't seem like, but you know, as we kind of like you know, shift into this. You know, being the norm, and we all kind of work through any trauma that happened during COVID. What, like, do you think is so important about um, continuing these conversations and making sure that youth mental health kind of stays the focus?
1: I think that COVID was a really good start, but if we just stop talking about it, then all of that progress would be for nothing. And it's such an important thing to be able to share your feelings because. When you don't share your feelings, you feel alone and it's just really detrimental to to your mental health when you keep things inside. So what we can do is continue to have these conversations and it may seem awkward um, or difficult and you may be nervous about having them, but if we do have them, um, it'll start to feel more normal. It'll feel like, yeah, like feelings um, are something we just talk about on a daily basis. And especially like one step that you could use or a concrete step is like talking about your feelings in your household or with your friends because those are people you trust. So find people that you're comfortable with, um, start there, and then you could talk about them more openly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's an awesome start um, to start to be able to like open up more and, you know, be more open about these things um, shifting a little bit. So you're on social media, obviously that's where your platform lives. Um, and, you know, we've been hearing for years now, um, you know, the, the negative effects of social media. Um, so you and, you know, your age group, you guys have grown up with social media in a way that even I haven't, and I'm not that much older than you. <laughs> um, so, you know, what are, you, what are your thoughts on sort of your age group in this generation growing up on social media um, and kind of the pros and cons to the connection there, but also, you know, how everyone kind of, you're prone to compare yourself to everyone else on the apps. So talk a little bit about that.
1: Sure. So I want to start off with the pros, um, which are social media allows people to connect with each other. Um. Whether you're you're in different cities or countries, even, um, and that's like a really special thing, and not only with like friends, but like what I'm doing, like I started like a community, um, and I'm just like bringing people together from many different places around the world. Um, but for most teens, it's just a source of communication, um, and that can really, you know, communication is really important for your mental health. Um, and yeah, so so that's definitely um, a good thing about social media if used right, obviously. Um, and then the cons are mainly that you can get sucked into it really easily. Easily, sorry. Um, like it is very addicting, whether that's just like scrolling through random videos or posts about something, um, or even just like comparing yourself to others. Um saying like, Wow, like whoever it is just like posted a picture, um, and a lot of these pictures are curated, some people even like edit them, I don't know what they do, whatever they do, um, and it's just really detrimental to how we view ourselves, um, and then we don't think we're good enough, um, so yeah, so there are some negative things or some positive things. if you use it responsibly, social media is a great thing um, to have, but if he's negatively, it's, um, it, it could really hurt you.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, the pros are great. The connection, the communication, Yeah, like you said, you're building a community, a community. So I think those are all really great things, but you know, like you said, it's important, I think also to kind of talk more openly about those negative effects. I think, you know if we start talking about the way that certain influencers or people who are famous on these apps, you know the way they edit, the way they curate their content, the way they have like professional videographers or photographers, i think talking about all of that stuff more openly can, you know, be a really great start to kind of making these platforms so much less about comparing yourself to others and making yourself feel really bad if, you know, you're not on vacation in Hawaii every other day. So i think that you know, talking about those things will allow all of those positive um, outcomes of social media to really shine. And we can kind of do away with this, um, you know, comparison and all of that, because, you know, everyone's journey is their own. And I think that message is really important that, you know, what we see online, A, isn't always real. And B, just because someone is, you know, on their own journey and doing something differently than, maybe you or I will doesn't mean that your your journey is less important or not as interesting or not as fun. Um, so I just think that's like, like you said, it's really important to kind of talk about both of those sides of it all and um, really highlight the pros and the cons.
1: Definitely. Um, I actually did a post about this earlier. Um, I think that it's just is such an important topic because it's, very much like it's either great and you know it's really good for you or it's just like terrible for you and you feel like you're in a pit and you can't get out. So yeah, Mm I'm I'm really glad we're talking about this.
0: Yeah. And I think it's interesting too. I mean social media is not going anywhere. It's become so integrated into all of our lives. Exactly. So, you know, we might as well you know start having these more open conversations about, you know, these negative effects on mental health and the youth and You know, people who have grown up with it. I have a younger sister and she really hasn't known life or friends or school without social media. So I think, you know, the less we kind of try to hide these negative effects and, oh, it's fun and it's a platform where you can post and whatever, and really start getting to the nitty gritty of like, okay, here's what's great, here's what's not great. How do we, you know, be more open about this and really try to focus on what's great and make these platforms? um you know work for us to the best of their ability
1: yeah definitely um a lot of kids who've grown up with social media like that's like the future so like it's only going to become more um involved in our lives and like yeah so we definitely need to be talking about this more
0: yeah i definitely agree um So you, you know, share a lot of resources and your own advice and different stuff like that. Do you have any like favorite outlets where you get resource, any other, um, you know, creators, anyone that you kind of look to for your own advice so that you can kind of share it with your followers in your community?
1: Yeah. So I like when I am looking at a question, um, I'll look at a variety of sources, Um, but I'd say... One of my favorite sources is my own experience and what I've observed other people's experiences to be. Because as a teen, like a lot of um, what they're asking is familiar to me. So I feel like that perspective, like hearing from another teen, is really important. Um, yeah, but I'll like look at other like mental health pages um, and look at a number of sources and like sort of find commonalities with that. And then also my own experience.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I think your own experience, you're probably right, is the best resource you have, especially talking to your community, which are a lot of kids your age. Um, You're going to be able to speak particularly to that issue or that question in terms of, you know, your own point of view, which is probably similar to their point of view, rather than coming from someone older, someone who, you know, is in a different space. Um, so that's really, that's really smart. So um, in terms of your platform, what do you see for the future? Where would you like to go with your platform? All that kind of stuff.
1: So obviously, I want to continue to grow and expand um, my community and just, you know, reach more people, reach as many people as I can, but also I have a website coming out and I'm going to have a lot more opportunities for teens, whether that's being an ambassador um, or writing in their own experiences, Um, and really just having that like peer to peer connection, because I really want it to be the space where teens can talk about um, the various emotional health topics that they want to and just like what they feel. So I'll be announcing that as it comes out. Um, So look out for that.
0: That's awesome. I think, you know, you're really creating that community that you were talking about that safe space, um, where, you know, kids your age can go and, you know, they can feel comfortable and safe sharing experiences, giving advice. You know, if someone starts saying, Oh, this happened to me and I can help you through that, or this is what I did. I think that that's going to be really important. And I think that, you know, kids and high school students, um, they crave that and they want that. They want to be able to share their lives. I mean, back to social media, that's why we all post and we tweet and whatever. We we crave that connection. We crave to kind of be related to people in that way. Um, so I think that'll be awesome. That sounds really cool. And I can't wait to be able to check it out.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited um, for that to come out. I think it's going to be a great experience for other teams.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and the one last question I'll ask you Um, so I ask a lot of people, everyone who comes on the podcast, pretty much, I ask them, um, if you had like one piece of advice, it either can be, you know, favorite advice that you've got ever received, someone's told you, or just your own advice that you have. Um, what's like that one piece of advice that you would give, um, for you, I guess I'll say like high school students or kids your age, what would be that one piece of advice you'd want to leave everyone with?
1: A lot of times, um... When teens are dealing with something, they feel like they're alone. And one thing that I just want to emphasize is that you're not alone, that there are other people going through whatever you're going through. Um, And talking about that, um, what you're feeling can really help and make you feel less alone. So if you are feeling like you're the only one struggling with whatever it is, no, you're not. I think it's that simple. I'm trying to show that on my platform. Um, when I'm talking about these things saying that they happen to a lot of us. So if you're feeling anything, it's, it's very normal. (laughs) That's something that's really important.
0: That's awesome. I think that's such a really great piece of advice and, you know, something at Radical Hope we try to, you know, talk about all the time and remind people that your struggle, you know, you're never alone. There's always going to be someone out there, whether or not they've gone through that specific thing or someone that, you know, will be able to help you through that. You're never alone. There's always going to be someone there to listen. Um, And I think your platform is doing a really great job of, you know, you're the person there to listen, but you're also the person there to create that community and people can find what they need to find. Um, So, yeah, I think that's great. It's a great piece of advice.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like one theme of my um, platform is just sharing what you're feeling um, and feeling less alone. So that's my advice to whoever's listening to this.
0: That's awesome. Well, Zach, thank you so much for coming on Radical Hope Radio today and sharing you know, your insights and your experiences um, and what you're seeing out there for, for young people. So thank you so much for coming on. It was great talking to you.
1: Yeah, great talking with you. Thanks for having yes. me.
0: Yeah, of course. So um, thank you so much for joining us today on Radical Hope Radio. Our podcasts are available at any time on iTunes, Spotify, and via Amazon Alexa. You can allow it in your skill settings. Um, for more information about Radical Hope, please visit RadicalHopeFoundation.org and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at radicalhope_fdn. Um, underscore FDN. Um, Zach, anywhere that the listeners can follow you and learn more about you?
1: Yeah, um, check out my Instagram and TikTok. I'm at talkwithzach um, if you want to check that out.
0: Awesome. Um, And until next time, everybody, stay connected, stay safe. And remember, you are not alone.